Thanks again for finding Organic Matters. For this portion of the show, I'm going to tell you, we always talk about how to grow things and, and how to make them healthy and do our gardens. But what do we do with some of our fruits and vegetables once we have them? How do we preserve them? How do we keep them so that they're good for us as long as possible? So let's, uh, let's address that problem for a few minutes here on this portion of Organic Matters. I might add here, I've visited some friends of mine in the last week or two. I've gotten a little traveling and some of their ideas are totally backwards. Others were, had ideas I didn't even have. So let's address just a few of the fruits and vegetables that almost all of us have around the house on a daily basis. Got to begin here. I do have to let you know, of course, I do not presume to know your personal rate of the fruits and vegetables you consume. I just know that a hell of a lot of lemons, limes, and oranges, you know, come into my house on a weekly basis, and the vast majority of them are just gotten rid of in the form of cocktails and salad dressings or whatever. There's very little chance that the fruit will remain intact long enough to degrade in any measurable way. In my kitchen, citrus sits out in an open hanging basket eh, for brief periods before it gets transformed into, I don't <laughs> and sometimes an old-fashioned or a bourbon sour, but also for salads and for, of course, making other foods. Uh, incidentally, I like how it looks, and I really don't have enough space left in my refrigerator, for instance. But what happened here is about a week ago, <clears throat> I bought some citrus just to do a test recipe I'm working on. I, folks, I don't do a cooking show, but I'm a cooking nut, okay? But a friend of mine uh, was here visiting and stashed it alongside, without even asking me, in the uh, department where I keep milks and egg and butter. Suddenly I was thinking, have I been storing my fruit incorrectly this whole time? So I kind of, <laughs> knowing me, I did a deep dive into the best way to store fruit and found out that in some ways, both my friend and I, he and I were both right at least part of the time. I use a lot of citrus, so let's start there. If the fruit is going to be consumed in a week or less, it's just fine to let it remain out on the counter or at least in a cool, dark cupboard somewhere. Just make sure to take it out of any plastic bags and give each piece what I call some breathing room. If individual pieces of fruit are touching, they will more quickly grow molds. If the fruit is going to be hanging out for longer than that, it's gonna start dehydrating. Store uncut citrus in the produce drawer of your refrigerator for some weeks and for maximum longevity. I did look up uh, an article from Cook's Illustrated that suggests sealing the fruit in zipper lock baggies. But still, keep in mind that it should be used as quickly as possible. And here's one I always have a problem with, berries. Berries are a frequent source of heartbreak for me in my house because they have a tendency to go bad so quickly sometimes. To prevent mold growth and extend berries' freshness, Here's something that, that I, was, I got again from another source. Rinse them in a mixture of about a cup of vinegar with four cups of water. In other words, one to four. Okay, one to four ratio of vinegar to water. Drain and dry them thoroughly. 
then stored them in the refrigerator. And this, this is the little trick now. In a paper towel lined sealable container, and, but leave the lid just a little ajar. You don't want a bunch of air getting in there, but you need a little fresh air. Uh, and of course, you still need to get them consumed at best in the next week or 10 days. If not, you're better off to freeze them. But if you do, then they're usually best used in some kind of cooking or other method. They just will not be as fresh if, if you had to end up freezing them to keep them usable. On the other end of the scale, folks, and I happen to a couple, or oh, more than that, maybe once every month or so, buy a big bag of cherries while they're available in a relatively short season, actually. But take those babies in the, and put them in the fridge in a plastic bag as soon as you get them home. Don't even bother. As a matter of fact, it's found that it's better not to wash them until you're ready to actually use them. You can freeze cherries. If you're going to do that, it's recommended you remove the stems. Okay, but you don't have to move the, removing the pits is sort of optional. If you care to enjoy them after that, what I call short brief season has ended, it's, it's probably best to go ahead and put them in the freezer. Well, what have I learned about melons? Uh, that whole cantaloupe or honeydew can stay out on the counter well, for a few, two or three days, okay, and it will still continue to ripen. But after that, if you can't use it, it needs to go into the fridge. And here's the weird one that I learned. In a plastic bag. Once that melon has been cut, store the halves. Seeds intact is better, believe it or not. Chunks, if not or cubes, in a sealed container or a bag, they'll stay good for another three to four or five days. And of course, depending on what you're gonna do with them, never forget if you've got space, they'll stay a few months in the freezer. Do remember this, never refrigerate a watermelon unless you care for it to lose most or all of its nutritional value. You need to get them and utilize them pretty quick. Let's take a minute here and talk about what we call our stone fruits. In my mind, stone fruits, of course, include peaches, plums, nectarines, and on the neck in a different way, apples. But start with we're gonna let peaches and plums kind of hang around on the counter out of direct sunlight for a few days. They will continue to ripen. Stashing them in a paper bag will actually hasten the process of ripening if you really want them or need them for something. After that, store them in the crisper drawer of your refrigerator. They'll be good for at least a week. Do watch them, folks, especially I've learned this on plums, to make sure they're not going mushy on you. And what about apples? It's fine to leave apples out for at least a week, pears out for two or three days. But after that, into the crisper drawer if you've got room. Ideally, with a slightly damp paper towel over them, which I get lazy to do sometimes, but it does help. If you're gonna stash them, do inspect the peels for brown or soft spots. Because contrary to what Michael Jackson might have sang, one bad apple can indeed spoil the whole bunch. Apples and pears give off a thing called ethylene gas, which makes other fruit swiftly ripen and even rot. That's great when you need an avocado to hurry up to get a good guacamole, but best not used if you want to extend the use of that, those fruits or the guacamole for a little longer. It's best not to store them together, believe me. 
And finally, sliced apples and pears. You need to either not slice them, but you're going to eat them or eat them as soon as possible. If not, you're likely to get some brown, mushy fruit pretty quick. It is true that a, a sprinkle of lemon or lime on the apples, the pears, and even on your guacamole will extend them a little bit, but it, it's still, it's better off to not section them or peel them till you're ready for them to be eaten. And finally, being an organic and also kind of a tropical nut since I was a kid, bananas. People have plenty of theories. Boy, I've talked about people about uh, rates of bananas ripening and are seemingly willing to put up a lot of time to devote to this cause. But if you don't care to get too wacky about it um, or make the effort to wrap the tops in plastic to deter ethylene emission, blah, 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 just leave the bananas in a bunch on the counter and don't forget that they're there, of course. Keep the bananas, which incidentally most people don't realize are technically an herb, weird, away from fruits and vegetables that you'd rather not have ripen too quickly. If you don't think you're able to get through the whole bunch quick enough, once the bananas have reached what you call optimal ripeness, it's fine, believe it or not, to stick them in the fridge to slow down the process a little bit. The peels may be brown, but the fruit inside will stay delightfully fresh. Keep them in there in a paper bag. Well, you can keep them a week if you put them in early enough. After that, even when they look pretty brown, you know, the banana itself still inside is still good. It's still healthy. As a matter of fact, as they get those little brown dots on them, that's when they're at their sweetest. I prefer bananas that way. I don't like hard or semi-green bananas. But after that, they're still perfectly usable and healthy for you to be used in banana breads, or if you've never done it, try those slightly overripe bananas in a good smoothie. So for the end of this part of the show, let's talk about one other, what I think very common vegetable that we all have around us, and that's potatoes. If you're gonna store your raw potatoes, here's how I think I found to best preserve them so they stay fresher for longer. Begin by inspecting them. Make sure that you examine your, your potatoes for sprouts, mold, or soft spots. Potatoes without imperfections are the most ideal for storing purposes. Those with sprouts and or mold and things have a tendency to actually, to some degree, affect the potatoes they're in with. So you don't, you don't want to mix those. Put the potatoes you're going to steal in paper or mesh bags or baskets or even a cardboard box. Whatever you decide to store them in, just make sure it's got a lot of ventilation and try to make them not touch as much as possible. In other words, give them as much breathing space as you can. Put those potatoes in a cool, dark place. And if it's humid, that helps. It doesn't hurt. The ideal temperature from what I've been able to find, believe it or not, to store potatoes is about 45 or 50 degrees. So most of our refrigerators are a little too cool. It doesn't ruin them, but it actually it doesn't extend their life much, but it does have a tendency to make them go a little soft. And something else I did learn here, I, th I guess I should throw at you. If you have so many potatoes that you know, even though they live pretty well, they have a relatively long shelf life, you can freeze them, however, you plan to freeze your potatoes, show, studies show you're better off to cook them before you freeze them. And the final note, because whenever I say potatoes, people think sweet potatoes. Believe it or not, the same rules basically uh, 
go for sweet potatoes as regular potatoes, although I found that well-kept sweet potatoes actually have a longer cool life, shelf life, than even a lot of the white potatoes now because the new white potatoes have so much starch in them. So anyway, that's just sort of a quickie since we haven't done a vegetable portion as far as gardening. It's so doggone hot out there. This at least tells you how you can better take care of the fruits and vegetables that you do bring to your home. And as I always say, when you can, whenever, buy all your fruits and vegetables organic. They, it really does make a difference to your overall health. It helps support the industry and is better for you and your children. Thanks for staying tuned to Organic Matters.